Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Beginning tonight's shear in Simon Pei Aleph on page Kuf Yudalad, the page after 226. The Mechaber says in Pei Aleph, this is the halachas of Din Tzoas Koton, very relevant halachas for anyone who has young children and they have diapers around the house. So the Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Koton Shegia Lechlal Sha'acher Kayotsebo Yocho Lecho Kezayas Dogon. A little bit, sounds a little bit confusing. A cotton that reached the age that a different cotton, his same age, would be able to eat a kezayis of dogon, meaning even if this cotton can't eat it, but that age could normally eat a kezayis of dogon, Kedei achilas pras, the kedei achilas a godol, kedei achilas pras of a godol. So at that age, the child is already marchikin mitzvah. you have to remove yourself from his toa and from his meiraglayim. We'll see a lot of details about this in the mishabura and in the notes. But again, that's the halacha that a child that's at the age that children that age normally are able to eat a kazayis dogon in the time that it takes an adult to eat achilas pras, you have to separate and distance yourself from his toa and his meiraglayim. Says the Mishaburis of Cotton Aleph Cotton Shegia, Dafka Cotton. This is Dafka talking about a very small child. Aval Godol Afilu Eno Yocho Lecho Klal Dogon. But an adult, and we'll see what adult means, a big child, even if he's not able to eat Dogon at all, Merchikin Mitsu Oso Umeme Raglo. We still have to remove ourselves from his Tsoa and his Meraglayim. The Godol Nikri Le'inyanze Mishu Kevarshis Kevarsheva. And a Godol that we're referring to over here, that even if he can't eat Dogon, would be at the age of six or seven. So once a child gets to the age of six or seven, there's nothing to discuss. Of course it's usher to be anywhere near his Tsoa when you say Dvarim Shepakadusha or his Meraglayim. But we're going to discuss children that are younger age than that. Says the Mishabura Sivkaton Beis, Lechlal Sha'acher. Again, we said in the Machaber, the age where a different child that age would eat, a Kazayas Dagan Bechteach Hilas Pras. Rotzalomar, it means to say, says the Mishabura, Afal Pishalora Inu Lazesh Sha'achal. Even if we have not seen this child eating the Dagan, Kevan Sha'acher Kayotsebo Yochel Lechel. Since a different child his age is able to eat it, Mistoma Gamhu Yochel Lechel. So Mistama, we assume he's also able to eat the Kazayas Dagon. And even if a child is only able to eat it through cooking, that's also considered Achila, so it would be the age that a regular child can eat Dagon even if it's cooked. But if the child is very weak, and we know for a fact this child is too weak to be able to eat a kezayis of dogom you would not have to remove yourself from his soa or his meraglayim even if he's already three or four years old. So we see clearly that Allah is that this idea of a different child his age being able to eat a dogon is a requirement for him, is only if we're unsure what his status is. But if we know he can't eat it, so then he doesn't follow the, the rules of the other children. It's only a child that we're unsure if he's able to eat it, so we go by other children and assume he's also able to. But if we know for a fact that he's weak and he's not able to, so then he would not follow those rules and his tzoh and his beiraglayim would be okay. That's only talking about a child that was never able to eat a kezayis dagon b'chdei achilas pras. 
But if he was at one point able to eat a kazayas dogon but the achilas pras, the achar kach nechlash ve'ino yachol, and then he became weak and he became unable to. Even if it's been a very long time since he actually ate the dogon, that for sure this tzoa that we're discussing over here for sure did not come from the dogon. dino Still he will get a rule of a gadol. Still, you have to follow the rules of a gadol. You have to always remove yourself from his soa and his meraglayim. Like an adult, even if he was never able to eat dog on his whole life. In other words, an adult, no matter what, if he was never a gadol, even not an adult, but a gadol, six or seven, even if he was never able to eat dog on already, that soa is also. So this child, if he was once able to eat it, even though then he became weak and was unable to eat it, you would still have to distance it as if he was a gadol that never ate it. The Yosem and furthermore, Afilu in Be'etzem lo'ochol ha'koton me'olom adayim in Dagon. Even if this child never ate Dagon. Mikomokom in Be'tivu ha'yoyochol le'ochol ha'kazayis Dagon b'chdei achilas pras. If by his nature he would have been able to eat ha'kazayis Dagon b'chdei achilas pras. So we assume his insides spoil all the types of food just like a gadol. So that's the first opinion. Then the Mishabura brings the second opinion. That some are lenient by a katan. If we know that the child has not eaten dogon for a very long time. And certainly if we know this child never ate it. Then we could be lenient. So again, the first opinion says, even if he never ever ate it, but we don't know why he never ate it, so we have to be machmir. If we know he was always weak, so it would be okay. But even if we knew he wasn't weak and he was able to eat it, and even though he never ate it, it would still be a problem. But the second opinion is more lenient and says that if this child we know did not eat it for a long time, and certainly if he never ate it, you could be lenient. Ach, l'chadchila bevada yesh lahachmir. For sure, lechatchila one should be machmir ulaharichik af mitzoas cotton kazeh and should remove himself even from this kind of cotton that has never eaten it or hasn't eaten it in a long time. The suffik isatoru kaseint varn shebekdusha next to soas and isadaraisa and therefore it is a suffik midaraisa. However, if you did daven next to this soa, you would not have to go back. You can rely on the more lenient shita. So, for the more machmir shita, you can rely on the more lenient shita. Unless we know for a fact this child ate dogon. Then everyone agrees he has a din of a gadol. Again, the only machlok is a child that we don't know. It. He never had it. We don't know if he could have it or not. So then we assume he could have it according to one opinion. The other opinion says we don't have to worry about it. But if we know he ate dogon, then according to everyone you have to be machmir. The af b'diyeved yachser v'yispal. In that case, even b'diyeved, if you daven next to that child Soa who one time ate dogon, you would have to go back and daven again. Let's look at the Bir Halacha over here. The Bir Halacha says, I am the Mishabura Mashik Asafnu. Look what we just mentioned in the Mishabura, Tim Huchalosh Vachuli. That which we said, if he's weak by nature and he never had it, so we go by him, when we know for sure he never had it, and you could be lenient. And the reason is because we go after this particular child. Veneerly, and it appears to me, says the Chavetz Chaim, the Kol Shekain Dazlin and Basar Didei Lahachmir. Certainly, we're going to go Basar this individual child to be Machmir. Al Kain, therefore, him on Uroim Shachotan Azay Yochol Lechol Gazayis Dogam Bechle Achilas Pras. If we see a very young child who's able to eat, 
but the average cotton his age is not able to eat a kazayas dogam v'chayachilas pras. Still, you're going to have to remove yourself from mitzvah meiraglayim. So again, the same way the mishavura said, if we know for a fact that he never had it, so you could be lenient, and he couldn't have it, he was weak, you knew he could never have it, so then you could be lenient, so too if you know he's more healthy than other children, and he could have it at a younger age than the average child, you'd have to be more machmir. And then he says another point, and that which I wrote in the Mishabura at the end, that we just mentioned, by the Suffolk case, you could be lenient, that you won't have to go back and daven again, that comes out of the words of the Shachuva, B'shem Machzik Bracha. Rakshu Kosav Adin Lein Kriya. However, he's talking about Kriya. Vilanius Daiti Leinyan Kriya Yeshlahachmir Lachzor Vilikros Haparsha Shal Kriyashma Udapam. In my humble opinion, says the Chavetz Chaim, when it comes to Kriyashma, one should be Machmir to read over Kriyashma again. Acharei She'ein Bazech Shash Bracha Levatolo. Because since by Kriyashma there's no Shash of a Baruch Levatala and Kriyashma is the Oraisa, so there's no reason to be lenient. And therefore it says the Chavetz Chaim that when it comes to davening, when it comes to Shmar Esrei, where it's only the Rabbanon and there's a Safek Bracha, so there the you should separate from the Tzawa, but if you daven next to that Tzawa of the child who's in doubt, you should not go back. However, it says the Chavetz Chaim, when it comes to Kriyashma, which is the Oraisa, and there is no Shash of a Baruch Levatala, because Kriyashma itself does not have a Bracha, one should repeat Kriyashma if he said Kriyashma next to the Tzawa of the child that we are in doubt of whether we follow the first opinion, that we have to be machmir if we don't know any, any better, or we go back to the second opinion that says that this child never had it, so we can assume he's okay. So therefore we go, Safik Daraisa Lachumra, Lagabe Kriyashma. If you look at note number one, he points out, Vishir Gilzeh. They're all wondering, give us practical ages. We're talking about over here, and the Mishabura said that since others his age are able to eat it, Mistama he's also able to eat it. So what age is the normal age that a child is able to eat this Kazayas Dogam Bakhtiachilas Pras? So the Kata Chaim writes, Bashem Ha Migdal Oz Shahu Migil Shana. It starts from a year old. In places where they give the kids grains with milk. Hashir hu migil reva shana. It's a quarter of a year, three months old. Vashulchan malachim hevi misha omer lahachmer migil asara shavuos. He's a from ten weeks old. Vim ein laem evsharus lahonik. And if the mother is not able to nurse, yesh lahachmer migil arba shavuos. He's a machmer ready from four weeks. So we're talking about very, very young age that one has to be choshesh that the kid reached the age of already eating the dogam of Achilles Pras. The oldest age that he brings here, at least, is, is one year. The sheet is even more machmir. Says the Mishnah Buravaitis of Katan Gimel. Again, we said in the Machaber, a cotton that reached the age that other Ketanim, his age, are able to eat a Kezayis Dogam Bechle Achilas Pras. Says the Mishnah all the five grains are in the category of dogon, and the tzoa that results from them is is uh, is misrachas. It smells. And if it's a cooked dish that you make for a child, and if we're talking about a cooked dish that a child eats, so the achilas pras of that is pras of a godol eating the cooked dish. 
Now, if you look at note number three, he writes that the Chazanish argues with this. Ulam Chazanish Kosov Sheshir Pras Tamid Hulafir Hashmazman Akosov the Gemara Eirvin Lagabe Anichlas Lebeis Hamenuga V'Shasham Shir Zman Shibu Yochal Lechol Beseiv Mazon Shal Suda Beinus Shu Arba Beitzim Shal Pas Hasuya Mechitim and Achelas Im Lifton. Even though the Mishabura says that if we're talking about a cooked dish, we go buster the Achilas Pras of a cooked dish of a Godol, which be a Lachor will be a quicker time than eating more the raw grains. So, or the baked grains, if it's cooked, it will be eaten faster. So the Chazanish argues and says, no, we always go by the same Shia of Kteachilas Pras we discussed in the Gemara, which is the time that one is leaning and eating an average size Suda of three or four eggs, as we'll see in a moment. But if you look at number two, note number two, he writes, Ubizmanenu Shemotsui Shenosen Litinokos Lishtos Daisos Noslios. Nowadays that we give children to drink liquid porridge, which is made out of the five grains, Rav Yashiv says, that does, not require, that does not lower the age of having to remove yourself from the toe of a child that age. That's not considered achila, that's considered shtia, so even though it's from the five grains, he's lenient lagabe that. However, Rav Nisan Karelitz is machmir. Says the Mishabura Vaitra in the second line of Sivkot and Gimel, Vishir Pras Yesh Omrim Shalosh Beitzim Yesh Omrim Arba Beitzim. There's a machlokas whether Kteachilas Pras is the time it takes to eat three eggs worth or four eggs worth. The Cholze Mitzat Adin. This is all talking about Meikar Adin. However, the best way, it's Tov Yosher, to distance oneself from the Tzoh of a Cotton even if he's only eight days old. Now, where do you get eight days old from? So if you look at note number five, he brings out an interesting thing. The source of this is from the Magen Avram, who's Medaik in the Ramah, who writes, That one should clean off the cotton from his tzoa before you make the brach of a mila. At the mila, obviously, the child is eight days old. Says the Ramah, it's proper to separate from the tzoa of a cotton even when he's only eight days old. The base barrel says really it could be even from one day. They only mentioned eight days because they were talking about the halachas of brismila. So the baby happens to be eight days. But not to tell you specifically it starts at eight days. It starts at one day. It starts right when the child is born. You should always remove yourself from his toa. The chen kosov ben ishchai, the ben ishchai writes the same thing. Shetov laharchik meitzoas cotton ben yomo v'chein nohagim. That is the minog, not to say dvarish bekedusha even by the tzoa of a one day old baby. That's the minog. Avami may may raglov kosov shulchan ator sheein tzarech lizaher. However, the shulchan ator says that one does not have to be cautious for a one day old baby by his mei raglayim. That's only a chumra that we have accepted upon ourselves. The gabi the tzoa, but not by the mei raglayim. Says the mishabura vaiter. In the third line of Sifkat and Gimel, Kasev Amogin Avram B'Shem Harashal, De'ein Nochon Likros Kriyashma Neged Tinokos. One should in general never say Kriyashma right across from very small children. Vistoma Mitabchen Ba'ashba, because Mistama they're jumping around in the, in the garbage or dirty places. Mokom Tzoa, in a place where there's Tzoa there. Ubigdeyem Umunaleyem Metunofen. And we can assume their clothing and their shoes are dirty and therefore one should not say Kriyashma right next to dirty children. Sivkaton Dalud, Godel. We said that the shear of having to remove yourself from the Tzoa of a Katan is the age a Katan would normally have a Kezayis Dagon, the Chdei that a Godel can have Achilas Pras. Godel Zerot Salomar Adam Benedi. 
This Gadol we're discussing over here is the average Gadol. Some Gadolim take a longer time to have Achilas Pras, some have a shorter time, we're going by the average Gadol. If the cotton, this would depend on the sheep as before, either the average cotton or this particular cotton, if we saw him eating it, if the cotton requires to pause in his achila of a kezayis more than the shear of kle achilas pas of a godol, it's not mitzarif, it's like eating half a kezayis today and half a kezayis tomorrow. That is the rule, that has to be together. That we do not join spread out achilas together. And therefore, it has to be that he could eat, or the average cotton could eat a, a kezayis, a kezayis dogon within one span of kvei achilas pras of godol, not broken up half and half. Once a child reaches this age, so his toa already is misrachas. If you look at note number eight, he says a very important thing as well. If there is a bad smell coming from the tzoa of the cotton, even though we're setting over here an age where it's aser, and we learned earlier that you should wait, you shouldn't say say kriyashma or any in front of it even one day old. But Me'ikra Adin, the Bi'alacha says, even though there's an age that we're laying down over here, let's say it's a year old, but if it smells, then it starts beforehand. This is assuming there's not a problem with the smell, so then we could say when the Isra starts even without a smell. But the Bi'alacha tells us if there is a smell, then it doesn't matter how old the child is, then Me'ikra Adin, it's already going to be Asr. Sivkatan Vav. We said, Omi Me'ragla, this din was applied not only to the Tzawa of the child, but also to the Me'raglayim. Nira Dekevan Shigir Lashirzeh, it appears to me that once he reaches this age, Gam Neged Omud Shalohu Asr Minatoro Kamosh Shar Adam Gadol. That like we learned earlier, Me'raglayim, only when it's coming out from the person's guf in the normal way, then it's an Isra Daraisa. Otherwise, it's only the Rabbanon. So it appears to be, says the Mishabura, that Neged the Omud of this age child, where he's saying his Tzawa is going to be Asr Midaraisa, so his Me'raglayim is going to be Asr Midaraisa as well. Says the Machaber Vaitim Sif Beis, Hayakore Virat Sola Kenegdo. A person was in the middle of Kriyashma, and then all of a sudden he sees that there's Soa right in front of him. Yelech Kideshe is Rekeno Miachrav Arba Amos. He should walk forward in front of it until he leaves the Soa four Amos behind him. Now, as we know, it would have to be four Amos behind him from the smell, right? Not just the tzoa, the tzoa and the smell at the four Amos behind him. Vim Efshar, if he can't walk forward to get the tzoa behind him, Kigon Shiesh Lafon of Nahar, for example, there is a river in front of him, Odover Acher Ma'akev, where there's a seven foot pile of snow, Yelech Kedesh Yanichenu Litzodin Arba Amos, he should walk in such a way that the tzoa will end up being on the side of him, Arba Amos. And then he would only have to go back to the place where he had stopped. He does not have to start Kriyashma again. However, But according to Rabbi Yona, if he was in a location where he should have been Choshish, that maybe there's Tzoa there, like we learned earlier, So we have here a Machlokas of whether he would have to go back to the beginning or not, and we'll see details of that in the Mishabura. Says the Mishabura in Sivkotan Zayin, Hayakorei, he was reading Kriyashma, Vuhuadin, Hayamis Palul. The same then applies if he was in the middle of Shmon Esrei, 
he saw the Torah in front of him. The same thing applies if he sees Meraglayim over there. However, the halacha in terms of going back after you remove yourself from the Torah or Meraglayim, then it's different because there everyone agrees by Meraglayim, like we learned earlier, that even if it was a place that you could have been, had to be Choshesh, you would never have to go back to the beginning because of Meraglayim. So even though this din of Harchaka applies the same to Meraglayim as it does to Tzoa, the Chazara that we discussed later, the Machlokas, is only Lagabe Tzoa, Lagabe Meraglayim, everyone agrees you only go back to the place that you stopped, like we learned earlier in Simon Ayin Vav. Sivkaton test, you saw the Torah connected, you saw it in front of it. Mayrishu Yoser Midalat Amos Mimokom Shekala Hareach. We're talking about a case over here where you see Tzoa in front of you, but it's more than four Amos away, you are more than four Amos away from where the smell ends. So it's only an issue of Mola'inov. You see it, but you are not right next to it. The Ihoya Besoch Dalit, if you're within the Dalit Amos of the Tzoa or of the smell, Lukuli Yamohoya Tzarach Lachsalarosh, then of course afterwards when you remove yourself from it, you'd have to go back to the beginning. The Pasha, because you were negligent. The Hoyolo Livdog Mitchilo, because you should have looked around in your Dalit Amos at first, the canal So this discussion and this machlokas we're going to have between the first opinion and the Rabbeinu Yonah is only if the tzoa was the mola'inov, but you were more than four hours away from the smell. We had this brought down in a note earlier, and this is what it was quoting the machlokas. Obviously, if you were within four hours of the tzoa or the smell, then for sure you have to go back to the beginning because you, you should have looked, assuming you're in a place where you should have looked. But if you were, it was only mola'inov, like the case we're discussing over here. That's where we have the machlokas. Sivkaton Yud. We said you should walk forward in order that it should be behind you for Amos. She is Rekenu, Sivkaton Yud. Vuhu Adin Shiyachal Lahaksi Uponavlitzad Maruv. You also could turn your face towards the west. Kevan Sheino Omeid Bitfilash Monestre. Since you're not in Milash Monestre, you could turn around, turn your face towards the west. If you look at note number nine, he points out what we pointed out many times already. Bira Biralocha Lael, Shalgabe Tsoa, Lochola Deos, Ain Dai Bazoras, Panav Levad Belo Gufo. According to everyone, it's not enough to turn your face. So even though the Mishabura says to turn your face, it really means to turn your whole body. Right? Kain Kosov Lael, Lagabe Roas Erva, we saw the same idea earlier. Lagabe one who sees Erva. So you should move, remove yourself until you are four amos away. Again, like we pointed out, it doesn't mean until you're four amos away from the Tzoa. It means you're four amos away from where the smell ends. Sivkotan Yud Beis is going on that which the Mechaber said. But if there is, if it is impossible to walk forward, for example, there is a river in front of you. We're talking about over here where you can't turn around towards the west for some for whatever reason. Because if you could just turn around, so just turn around. Again, you're more than four almost away from the smell. So why are you walking forward the other direction? Because just turn your body around and you're fine. So Zakta Mishra, we're talking about a case where you can't turn your body around. Why can't you turn your body around? So look at note number ten, he writes. From the Magen Avram, he explains, Shemeduber Shiesh Tzoa Gam Me'acharov. There's all, there already is Tzoa behind you. So you're not gaining anything by flipping around. The same way you have Tzoa four Amos ahead of you, or four Amos plus ahead of you, you have it behind you as well, so you wouldn't gain. So even if you turn around, you're still going to be facing the Tzoa. 
Ubira Masla Shekel you have to say that there's really tzoa on all four sides. And that's why you can't turn your face, meaning, and your body towards the side, because otherwise that would solve the problem as well. Like the next eighth of the Machaber, that if you can't go forward four Amos, so go somewhere to the side, so you're, you're to the side more than four Amos. Says the Mishabura in Sivkaton Yud Gimel. This is going on the Machlokas we had at the end, that the first opinion the Machaber brought down was that if you did say Kriyashma, you started saying Kriyashma, you saw there was Tzoa, the Mole of more than four Amos plus away from you, meaning you were not within four Amos of the smell, but still, you were in Mole which is Aser, therefore you have to go back. Only Lamakam Shepasak, but according to Rabbi Yonah, you still have to go back all the way to the beginning. So says the Mishabura and Sivkaton Yud Gimel, Lamakam Shepasak, Svirulai, this opinion holds. Kevan de lohaya besoch dalaramos shalo. Since it was not mamish in your dalaramos, lo amrina de hoyola livdok. We don't say it was incumbent upon you to check. De lohitri chatu Torah livdok bekimelo enov. The Torah did not require you to check that distance. The Torah required you to check within the dalaramos, not within the molo enov. You don't have to go for a long, long walk and then come back before you want to say kriyashma and check out the molo enov. You were never required to go that far. And therefore, it's not like you did something without checking, which requires you to start again. And therefore, you continue from where you were up to. Usvara achrona svirulei. But the second opinion, which is Rabbi Yonah's opinion, he holds kevan dahayamokum sheroi listapik. Since Lamaisa was a place that you could have been specific about whether there was toa over there, so, Pasha, you were negligent. You should not have read Kriyashma or Davin until you checked it out. So that's the Machlokas. Do we say you're required to check beyond your Dalramos or not? Um, the El Yerabah brings down that the Rosh and the Rokeach also hold like the Rabbeinu Yonah that you should have, that you have to go back to the beginning, that you should have checked. And the reason for the Rosh is because the Rosh holds that unlike the Rashba, if you remember the Rashba held that by Tzoa, we apply lo yura b'chayir v'asdover, so you, you can't be in your vision. But according to the Rashba, who doesn't apply that pasuk that Tzoa, that's only by erva. The reason why it's also b'melo enov is because that's all considered your machanev, hayom machanech kadosh, and therefore it could be according to the Rush, It's a machlokas. How you understand the Rush, It could be the feed the Rush that you have to check k'melo enov because that's in your machanev. You have to check your machanev. So the same way, according to the Rashba, you check your daladamos. According to the Rush, you have to check your b'melo enov. And therefore, the Yerabba writes that according to the Rush as well, that would be the din would be like Rabbi Yonah that if you didn't check k'melo enov, you would have to go back and you have to start over from the beginning. However, it says in Mishabura that Halach Lamaisid appears that you don't have to be Machmir Bidyevid, that Derach Achayim, the Ashulchan Shlomo, the Od Shari Achronim. Many Achronim come out, the Od Shari Achronim is Manenu Kula Metiku Rak Deya Harishonu Ladino. They all bring down only the first opinion. They don't bring down a Biniona, and that is that if the Tsoa, if you are more than four Amos away from the smell of the Tsoa and you realize it's in front of you and you didn't check, it's okay, you don't have to start from the beginning. Because you were not required to check beyond the four Amos, and therefore you'd only go back to the Mokum Shepasak. However, that's all because you said Kriyashna when there was Soa there, maybe you should have checked. But in terms of the din, that you were Ba'ones, you had to stop saying Kriyashma till you got to a place that was okay, if that delay 
was long enough that you could have said the whole Kriyashma or the whole Shmonesrei, whatever you're dealing with, Ayin La'el Besimen Samachei Uva Mishabur Sham, that according to the Ramah, which we hold like, you would have to be Chozel Arosh. So even though we're saying that B'Yavid, you can rely on the Shittas that are lenient, that you have to be Chozel Arosh, that's only Midin, that you didn't check in the place that maybe you possibly should have checked. But if the pause to get to the right place took you long enough that it would have taken to say the whole Kriyashma, the whole Shmonesrei, then Mitzadatin, you'd have to go back and repeat Kriyashma from the beginning, or Shmonesrei from the beginning. Of course, I love this many times, when it comes to Birchas Kriyashma, there is a big suffix whether we go by the very beginning of Birchas Kriyashma to the very end, you have to pause that amount of time, or each bracha individually, and therefore we are lenient because of Safi brachos, that you would not go back unless you pause the time it says to take takes to say from the beginning of the first bracha till the very end, then you would go back to the, that bracha that you were in the middle of. Otherwise, you would not, you would just carry on. So this din of Chazara is only by Shema itself where there's no bracha and there's no suffix. Shema is one entity. And Shema Esrei, where you'd have to go back to the beginning because there is no suffix over there. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll start the next simon in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shirim on many topics or to hear an eon shir on any dafin shas, including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.